Have you noticed so much business and marketing content out there is so abstract and airy-fairy? Like what they're saying sounds good, but what do you actually need to do? That's where the Good Marketing, Good Business podcast comes in. This is where I share practical strategies to help you grow your service-based business. And in case we haven't met yet, I'm Shannon Stone, award-winning business and marketing consultant. And for the last decade or so, I've been diving in deep with small business owners, helping them to make more sales and get more done in less time. And today's episode is no different. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about social media for lead generation or for validation. Now we're talking about this in relation to businesses and Ultimately, how are you getting clients and what part does social media play in this? First up, I do want to define what this actually means. Is your business generating leads from social media actively? If you're using your social media for pure lead generation, this is what I mean by this. You can actively conduct some marketing and know that you are going to produce leads by conducting that marketing, whether it's paid or organic. Say, for example, you run ads, you know you'll produce leads out of that. Amazing. Uh, if it's organic, maybe you do a Facebook video, a Facebook live video, you provide some value, you have a call to action, people book a call and they buy from you. There's a very direct correlation to the marketing work that you put out there on social media and you can produce and see leads come in straight off that. Like that is the dream, right? The second half of this is validation. So validation, you can still use social media to help produce clients for you, but it can happen in a slightly different way. And I find for most small businesses, this is how social media interacts with their business. Say, for example, you have clients or you have leads. You have leads who find out about you and uh, in whatever means, maybe they find out through you on social media or they find out from you from a friend or from a networking event or maybe they heard you on a podcast or whatever it may be. They've come into, you've come into their awareness in some kind of way and they also want to engage your services. They've got a problem that you can solve. They then check out your Facebook page or your social media. So they check out your Facebook page, they scroll through. Yep, they seem to tick the boxes. They seem to do what I need them to do. Let me also check out their reviews. Yep, their reviews look good as well. Okay, now I'm going to book a call with them. Now, this second option, the validation side is they're not actively coming in through you running ads or you doing, say, a Facebook Live in that lead generation example, but they are using social media as a tipping point or a point of validation to then coming to work with you and uh, purchase from you ultimately, or at the very least, book a sales call. This is the difference when I say social media for lead generation or social media for validation. And you need to know the difference between the two and how you actually generate clients, because it will influence the type of content you produce. It will influence your expectations as well when you do put content out there. So this is a really big conversation, actually, because most people would hope that by putting out, say, content on a Monday, hopefully by Tuesday, you've got leads hitting your inbox. And it doesn't always happen that way. So it can be really disheartening for business owners when this happens, when nothing happens. But when they look at the big scheme of things, and this will be the first point that I want to 
run past you. It's we have to always do social media aside. We need to do a clear assessment of how clients are coming to work with you. You need to go back through. And I always tell my clients to do this. Where did your last 10 clients come from? And basically dissect each step they went through until they came to work with you where maybe the last thing they did was they booked a call. How did they find a link to book a call? Why did they want to book a call? Were they um, in a particular Facebook group and you left a comment on there? What led them to joining that Facebook group? You know, you go back through the traces of their steps to find out how they ultimately came to you. And that's how you can really understand the cust- their customer journey and really to understand how clients are coming to work with you. Because all of this is equipping you with the awareness you need to justify where you spend your time when it comes to marketing. So the first thing you have to do, you have to do a clear assessment of how clients are coming to you. Are they actively coming in through social media? Are you putting out content and then people are booking a call? Are you running ads and they're coming straight through that? Or are they coming in as a tipping point? They've heard about you. They've seen you in a little bit of a way. And from that, they then go and suss you out. They stalk you. They research you, whatever word you want to use. And based on what they see at the point they need that problem solved is when they come to work with you or they come to book that call. So social media has played a part in it but it's been less of lead generation and more of validation. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to now recognize the part that social media is playing. So once you've gone back through and you've understood where your past clients have come from and you've really dissected where they've come from, what's brought them to you, how they've come to you, you've gone through all those different steps and those different hoops they've gone to ultimately to get to you, then we want to really reset the expectations. Now we have all this awareness. We want to see, okay, well, what part is social media actually playing in my business, in my marketing? Because this will allow us to reset our expectations and then adjust how we use it and also It also can reset those expectations around the engagement you get on your social media as well. So say now you recognize, okay, most of my clients, they, they interact with me in some kind of way using social media, but you know, my content still goes out there on a consistent basis. No one engages in it, but you know what? I understand now that's okay because when the leads want their problem solved and they find me and they check out my social media pages, they do actually still sign up. So this can adjust and reset your expectations around your engagement as well because you see, okay, well, it's not for that short-term engagement you're looking for. Your content becomes this strategic pieces of content, you could say, that are there for the right people at the right time. If you see it as that way, it's like, oh, okay, well, this is how social media is playing a part in my business. Now I can look at social media a bit more strategically, a bit more high level and a bit more long term. It's like I'm not just going to put out content this week and expect a certain result. But what I do recognize is that in the grand scheme of things, my content does make a difference. And I also need to get myself seen in a different kind of way because social media does play a part, but it's not the only part. So how can I make sure I get seen 
in the ways my past clients have seen me and rinse and repeat those strategies some more. If they found you in a Facebook group, if you met them at networking events, if someone's referred you to them, maybe you need to have more conversations. But it's not to dismiss social media altogether. It's to recognize the part that it plays. And that's point number two. Point number three is to now have a clear conclusion of what happens from here. So we've already kind of started to piece this together. So just to recap a bit, number one was to have a clear assessment of how clients are coming to you. Number two is to then recognize the part social media is playing in your business. And now number three, to come to a clear conclusion of what happens from here. What do we do next? So now that we have all of this, I'll share a couple of strategies with you. But basically, we want to then take this awareness, take this understanding of what social media plays in our business, and now do something with it. We don't want to have you know, have listened to this podcast today and say, oh my God, what she said actually rings true. That's exactly how my business actually utilizes social media. I want you to actually do something with it. So where do we go from here? Well, if you've recognized that your social media is more used for validation when people need to see it in those moments that matter, then you need to work out, okay, I'm going to treat this as a longer term approach. I'm going to publish the right mix of content and I'm going to lower my expectations around the engagement that I get. And I'm also going to double down on the bits and pieces or the strategies that my all my past clients have gone through in order to come to me. So I'll share a couple of strategies with you. Some of these might relate to you um, or at least it'll get the ideas kind of flowing around what your next steps could look like. So strategy one, say for example, you attend networking events, you're a really good networker or you love going to events. So that's one big thing that you do on whatever frequency, once a month, once a week, whatever it is. You attend the networking events. Your next step is to connect with each person from that networking event, whether you spoke to them or not. As many names or business cards that you collected, I would be connecting with each and every single person. The people that you, you know, had more of a conversation with, obviously you want to connect with them. The people who you weren't able to have as much of a conversation with, I would still be connecting with them. And say you connect with them on LinkedIn and Facebook or wherever else, still send them a message. Hey, it was great to briefly meet you at this networking event. Hopefully we'll get to chat some more at the next one or we'll follow each other in the meantime. And you'll learn about this the more we get to know each other about no stone unturned. But if you've attended a networking event and you've met people, whether it's, you know, you've had a deep dive conversation with them or you've just like barely said hello, you've kind of gray shoulders as you've gone past, it's still worth connecting with them. You've gone to that effort. So milk it to the nth degree in a really positive way. I don't want to use that in a negative way. Okay. So you attend the networking event, you connect with each and every person, then you follow up with each person in a meaningful way. So, Hey, it was great to meet you, whether we spoke or not, like in a way that you feel is relevant to follow up. 
Then what you also want to do, and this is keeping in mind, you're using your social media more for validation than lead generation. You want to still be publishing content a couple of times a week, even two or three times a week, as long as you do it consistently. Because say you went back through, you realized where all your past clients come from and a good chunk of them come through networking events. They still need to see certain content from you in order to make that transition from being someone out there in the world to now knowing about you to then knowing about the problems you solve. So your content still has a part. And this is where this really brings it all really full circle. Results don't happen in isolation. You don't get clients from one single thing that you do. It happens as a compound of multiple things that you've done. So it's actually all important. And that's why I love the exercise of going back to where did your last 10 clients come from and really dissect that. So that's strategy number one. I'll share another one with you. Another strategy that you could be doing, and this is like the interesting thing about strategies and things, you could be doing these, but you could be doing them very loosely. When you double down and make them a complete system and a complete strategy that you do consistently, and you also look at, well, how can I improve this as well? It will produce results in your business. So something that has been ad hocly working, imagine if you put a lot of intention and strategy and systems around it to really make it happen. I thought I would throw that in because I think it's always really helpful. Otherwise, these are just going to sound like ideas um, and I don't want them to sound like ideas. I want you to actually do something with it. This second strategy is centered around strategic partnerships. So say you recognize a lot of your past clients have come from referrals and some kind of partnerships that you've set up with people, whatever way that looks like. Wouldn't it be great if every single month you set up one new strategic partnership? And if you did this every single month, And it's not that they go away after setting them up. It's like that's the beginning of it. If you kind of blow it out and look a bit further, every year you're setting up 12 strategic partnerships with people who share the same audience as you do, but you're not in competition with each other. That is something that's going to be incredibly powerful to you rather than sitting passively back and just publishing content with your fingers crossed, hoping that leads are going to come to you through social media. It's not going to happen. Well, maybe it does. I hope that it does. But let's go worst case scenario and overcompensate and just make sure we put all the right things in place so you have an abundance of leads, not a lack of them. Say you go down this path of setting up a new strategic partnership every single month. With this, you can do an interview on this. So say you set it up with a website designer, for example. You set up a strategic partnership with a website designer and you jump onto, you set up a time and that person will interview you on their social media pages um, and vice versa. This is a point of having a strategic partnership. If it makes sense for them to come over to your socials, maybe you'll provide them a return value in a different way. But say you did the exact same thing for each other's audience. So you can jump onto their platforms and they'll interview you. They'll ask questions. They'll find out more about you. But what this does, it opens you up to all of their network. And so while you are doing this interview or you're hopping onto in front of their audience, you can also share a lead magnet to their audience so that they opt in and enter into your database. Now, 
what you want to do from here is similar to the last strategy. You still want to produce content consistently because if you open the doors every single month to new audiences that didn't know about you up until that one time you jumped in front of the person they were following, you want to bring them back to your world as well. And so these new people, they want to learn about you. They want to know what problems you solve. They want to find out if you can help them. So this is where your content still comes into play. And I've got a quick little tip to help you with content to make it really easy. And again, you can publish two or three times a week. It's not a lot, but it does make a big difference. And it's better than not doing it any at all. So my quick tip when it comes to content is show, don't tell. So show people what you do rather than telling people what you do. So show people the type of clients you work with, show people the type of problems you solve, show people the type of wins your clients had this week. So show, don't tell. Coming back to this third point, so there's two strategies for you. One was centered around networking events. Second was centered around strategic partnerships. But with both of them or any strategy that you use, They need to be holistic. They need to include all the parts, not just some of the parts. Can you only attend networking events and have that produce leads for you? If it does, I hope it does. But if it doesn't and we're looking at the worst case scenario and we're being more systemized and strategic and no stone unturned, we're going to attend those networking events. We're going to do our homework when we get back to the office and connect with each person. We're going to follow up with each person and we're going to publish content. And honestly, it'll take you an hour, if that, every time after you attend a networking event, if you knuckle down, not even an hour, I'm sure, once you get into the groove of it, that extra hour is going to be what really runs it home for you. So that's why I say be holistic. We have to include all the parts, not just some of the parts. So part three or step three was having clear conclusions of what happens from here. So now that we recognize the part social media plays in our business, we can see where our clients have come from, the steps they've gone through. Now we can see what we want to do next. So whether you take these two strategies I suggested or you tweak them and apply them to something that you're doing. But just figure out what are you going to do next from here? So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Is your social media for lead generation or is it for validation? It's a really big distinction. It's like a small but mighty change that can have a huge ripple effect. And even it allows you to reset the expectations, see how your people are interacting with social media and your business. So that's what I have for you today. We discuss, is your social media for lead generation or validation? Um, Go through these three steps, take notes, do something with it. And the final note that I'll leave you on, if you go through all of this and you're like, you know what? I don't want things to be like this. I don't want my social media to just be for validation. I do want to generate leads through my social media. Well, that can be something that you work towards, but this is what it's like now. These are the results you're bringing through now. These are the strategies that have been working for you now, whether intentional or unintentional. So understand this is how it is at the moment, but if you want things to be different in future, maybe you don't. You're like, you know what? Now I see how this works and I can just do more of this. And that's amazing. But say you wanted more engagement on your content. Say you wanted to actually generate leads actively through your social media. That can be something for you to work towards 
into the future. But don't forget about what is actually working now because I will promise you there will be things that are working for you now. You just maybe weren't quite aware of it. So that's what I have for you today. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll chat to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. If you found this episode useful, I'd love for you to send it to a friend. The best podcasts I have found have all been recommended to me. If you can spread the word by sharing this episode, I can spend more time helping you by creating episodes just like this one. Send it, text it, tell somebody about it, whatever you need to do. The more you spread the word, the more I can focus on creating needle-moving episodes to help you and your friends. 